Yo, Bill. Bill, dude. I'm Reese, welcome to Gang Buzz. We talk about drunk and playing something video games. <sighs> Jesus Christ, Bill. Where's my pants go? On this week's episode of Gaming Buzzed, Top 3 RPGs. Hey guys, welcome to Gaming Buzz, where we save princesses from dinosaurs while getting drunk. Yeah, I fuck that up sometimes. <laughs> Bowser is not a princess. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Get rid of that. Oh. Alright, on this week's episode, it's me and Reese's top three RPGs. I have made my list specifically to try and surprise the fuck out of him with my number one, because he won't see it coming. Um, mm, mm, I'm interested. Um, my my top three list is very typical, especially for anybody that knows me, because I, I love my RPGs and my my favorite video games are most likely RPGs, as I look in the direction of certain posters and certain T-shirts that I might be wearing. So uh, yeah, so my list is going to be very. You only very get typical. one of mine. I think. Uh, okay. Yeah, you only get one. I I know what one is definitely oh, yeah. going to be for for a fact. Yeah, because it's all we really talk about. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So as you know, every week we have a sponsor, yeah. and this week I chose a sponsor, Dogfish Head 60 Minute. Oh man. I wanted to go with 90 Minute, but I went, yeah, let's not get that. <laughs> is it going to be one of those? It's going to be a long day. Oh, that would be a long day. <laughs> but uh, it's one of those ones that I really enjoy. It's not too strong. So it doesn't have that really strong grapefruit taste you get from a... Yeah. It's It's got the hoppiness to it, but it's, it's not like over the top. You know, 90 minute, dude, you get to the 120 minute even. That's hard to find. I caught that, by the way. Yes, sure. <laughs> 120 minutes hard to find, honestly. It, it, yeah, you, really, you only see it on tapping like some places. But Dogfish Head makes phenomenal beers. They're out of Delaware. I love these guys. I've um, been to one, no, Brew Pub. Okay. Not the one in Delaware, the one in uh, Maryland. Oh, yeah, the food yeah. was great. That's the first time I ever had their Worldwide Stout, which. Oh, yeah. That'll put you on your ass. Cheers, sir. Cheers. So, uh, you uh, you found uh, a cool news article. Yes, uh, and it goes it. with this episode. Very yeah. Well. Um, Fable is being revived due to the popularity of Horizon Zero Dawn. It was a fan-favorite action RPG. It was exclusive only for PlayStation. The company that develops the Forza games, Playground Games, they're going to look into making this their new Xbox exclusive. Okay. Um... I'm really hoping it happens because Fable is one of my favorite games. I didn't play Horizon Zero Dawn. I believe you. I I tooled around with it, but I never had a chance to play. Like you know, get real too deep into it. But it was it was beautiful. It was a great game. I only saw the videos where it looked to me. The concept sounded good. Like yeah. what are you again? So you're like it's like the future past, and I, I say future past because there's like cybernetics and extreme technology, but cybernetic. Dinosaurs, like they're like like robot dinos. I think that's the one thing that intrigued me. I went, all right, this is new. Yeah, so like it's the future, but you're like a barbarian woman, so it it is very much like a past future vibe, like the post-apocalyptic world. I guess in the rebuilding, for some odd reason, someone thought robot dinosaurs was a good fucking idea. Like wink, wink, Jurassic Park. Like well, apparently they didn't see Turok. <laughs> that went great. Yeah, exactly. But uh, that's really cool. Um. And like it's it's really interesting too because like Playground like they really only made what the Forza racing uh, series before yeah for Forza yeah all I'm seeing here is 
just Forza. Yeah, so... Like, but they are having Rockstar North help them in it, but they made GTA Five. Yeah, yeah. But so, so it's... If you're going to get Rockstar anywhere near the development of your game, it's going to be a pretty damn big game. Rockstar really doesn't, like, make shitty games at all. Like, Story-wise, it should be great as well. Yeah, yeah. See, now, I never got into the Fable series, which is funny, because I was an Xbox user during the years uh, when they came out. The Fable years. I, I never put it that way. The yeah, Fable years. The Fable, the Fable years. Um, I played two, because I, like, I got it for free. I don't know if someone borrowed it or something like that, but I remember I had it, and I played it for a little bit. But um, you know what my gripe with it was? And not that I have a problem with games like this. It was a little too cartoony for me. It, I know, know what you mean. Yeah. It, it was kind of... It, it not like cartoony and like... And it's, it's a weird thing to say. Like It wasn't cartoony like in a kid type of way. It wasn't cartoony in an art type of way. It just... The overall feel... Like, it, it felt very animated, you know? There was like, childish adult jokes in it. Yes. Throughout. Which is... Oh, I yeah. love that type of humor, you know, yeah. It's not like South Park type of humor. It was yeah, yeah. meant to be subtle so like kids could play. It's not to someone around going, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, yeah. But, um, no, it's still a fun game. Like, I'm very curious to see what Playground and Rockstar are going to do with it. Yeah. Like, I... going from racing and... Yeah. No, that, that's where it gets very intriguing. I believe you had some news as well. Oh man, so so we you just found it. I, I I can't let go. So we're 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 getting all the notes and all the everything ready for that uh, episode. And Bill comes across an awesome news article. It wasn't even a news article; it was like a meme. And I'm like, there's no way that's fucking true. So we start searching it, and uh, it's very true. So it's it's a news article that Wired shared in August of 2013 about a game called Send Me to Heaven. It was a mobile app, and the mobile app came. Is you, you start the game and you throw your phone as high as you possibly can and then you catch it. And that's the whole game. They have like leaderboards uh, set up to see how high people have thrown their phones and caught it. And um, the article was shared because Apple had banned it from the App Store. It was only on the Google Store at that from that point on. And uh, the creator, Peter Savorsky, uh, told Wired he was disappointed by the ban. Um, he had hoped to have people shatter as many iPhones as humanly possible. I'm guessing he was an Android fan. I imagine he's an Android fan. So that's that's fucking great. Could you imagine like a game? You release that game now, people be eating more Tide Pods or whatever the hell they're doing. I don't know what that little thing is. I don't care. You you see the problem with the game now? It could be a game now because people just be tattooed to drones. Yeah. You know, and it would just be like send my phone up and never come down. So like leaderboards are probably like broken at this point. I imagine. Oh yeah. But, uh, but that's a real fucking game. Send me to heaven. Check it out. If you need our, our users, get the app and do it. And don't break their phone. But the Tell other, us about it. The other funny thing is, only Apple banned it. Google didn't ban it. Google didn't So ban. Google obviously doesn't give a fuck about the phone. <laughs> Google gives no fucks. Android doesn't give a fuck about the phone. Apple does. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, man. I, 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 I want to try and I don't have a fucking Android phone, so I, so I couldn't uh, try. I don't want to try that either. Um, uh, so, uh, so uh, what's up? Uh, what's up what's with you this week? It was another fun week of work and still thinking about the podcast. Yes. I put a lot of thought into this list. Mm. I had to go through a lot of RPGs because those are what I enjoy. Yeah. Because most of those are open world. Those are the most fun to play to me. They're, they're typically my, my favorite games. You yeah. get to find those fun hidden quests and all that. Yeah, yeah. And that was really how I spent most of the week, was just sitting there, like, going over the list, like, now do you want... It's like, me and you both went over, before we started, everything on our list is sequels, except one of mine. Yes. So I had to put a lot of thought into <laughs> which ones I picked. But, um, I feel like my list will come across 
pretty good. Uh, how about you, sir? It was another fun week. Another fun week. Weeks so we, the weeks have been good. They've been uh, they've been everything's been going really really well. Um, uh, my online store got uh, listed on a top twenty five list. I saw you post that. That was it. really I feel like so. So for anyone who doesn't know, I run an online clothing store, and it's just like t-shirts and hoodies, and it's all like geek-based shit. Like I've got RPG stuff up there, I have movie stuff up there, comic book, whatever. And uh, I got a notification one morning, and it was like Disney blah 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 tagged your store on Facebook, and I was like, oh no, I'm being sued. Because like, <laughs> like, I have the like designs up there that you know, like it's, you know, I, it was a Star Wars design, perfect example. Oh. So. I was like, oh, fuck, Disney's on to me. Like, they're taking me down. But no, come to find out, it was just a Facebook site uh, called uh, Disney Bo- Disney Every Day or something like that. And they did a top 25 list of their favorite Star Wars shirts on Etsy. And my shirt made the list. It was, it was really that, fucking cool. That is pretty fucking awesome. I'd be more worried about your Firefly shirt, like Joss Whedon coming for money. Yeah. Well, you well, still love that idea. Well, yes, thank you. <laughs> that was a random one I just came up with. Which is funny. I've already gotten three... Uh, cease and desist letters already. Uh, from who? Okay, so it's not even a cease and desist. What, since I run my store through Etsy, um, any property owners that believe that they're being infringed upon can literally just email Etsy, and Etsy will just take your item off the site. If they just item to remove, blah, 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 if you want to challenge and email them. And it was, uh, Netflix sent me up on my Stranger Things day. Really? Which is funny, because I have two Stranger Things shirt on there. One is a, a picture of Eleven's face, and it says bitchin' on it. And the other one is just a list of their names, like Mike and Dustin. I'm guessing they went for the list. They went for the list one. And ah, the font. But it's a public domain font that I downloaded for free off the internet, and they're just names. You can't copyright the name. So okay, the, uh, that one doesn't make sense. It's stylized in the way that Stranger Things title screen stylized. And the thing is, I probably could challenge it, but because it's their property, I have to defend myself. So they're like. You stole our shit. I'm like, actually, no, I didn't. I just used the font that I found for free on the internet, and I wrote some names down. Looks like, like our logo. Exactly. There's oh, the, fuck Nintendo's coming. Yeah, Nintendo's coming for us. So, uh, but yeah, but, uh, so that was really cool, though. That was really, really cool. To, uh, uh, what, was it, what was the other one? Oh, so Stranger Things, Fox hit me up for Bob's Burgers. Really? Yeah, man. Yeah. And the third one was random. Um, this So, uh, friends of mine are fans of this band. They're not even a big band. They're called Big Wreck. They're out of Canada. And he's like, dude, they got a real big following. I know a lot of fans. You should put a shirt on your site. I'll send fans to your site to order the shirt. And that that band actually shut shut that one down. <laughs> wow, wow, they, they love their fans. I know, I know. Sorry, sorry that I'm out there making money off of your shit. I mean, I really am not. Like, I spent hours designing all these logos, and I know all my copyright laws, but uh, some people don't like that. But it's some actually people don't like it. Bob's Burgers, though. I would, yeah, yeah. Just because you wrote names? Well, exactly. You're copywriting the name Bob? You're copywriting the name Linda and Tina? Like, you, yeah. I, I, like I said. The amazing things don't get that. Yeah, it, it's just neither here. It's neither here nor there. All right. Is, is, it, is it time? It is. Okay. All right. Let's go with your number three top RPG, sir. Mm. All right, so my number three. Of the top RPGs. I'm going to start off like right out the gate with a game that I've it's re- played in recent years. The first time I ever even played this series was only two years ago, and I blew through it. And um, my number three is Mass Effect 2. Um, so Okay, you, I was supposed to surprise you. You're surprising me with that one. Yeah, yeah, dude. So. You I, changed the order since we started. I did. I, I, I didn't you change the order since I started. I changed the order since we talked about it last. So, and, and I, I had to. I thought about it, and 
Metcalf could have been higher, but uh, it ended up in three. It, which I mean, shit, out of my top three, out of 50 RPGs I played, so being in the top three is still good. Um, Mass Effect 2 um, was a game that was published by EA and developed by Bioware, and it released in January 2010 for uh, 360 and Windows. And actually, it took a year. It wasn't until January 2011 that it came out for PlayStation 3, and I, I don't even remember. Uh, I did not play the Mass Effect series when it came out. And I didn't either. I, it, I don't know why. It was just like it came out. I was like, oh, cool. I'm like a new action RPG or whatever. And I had friends that loved it, and I didn't really get into it. And about two years ago, um, a friend of mine's like, dude, I have the the trilogy, like the the box set trilogy. Play the games, you're gonna love the games. And if I hadn't played and loved Fallout as much as I do, I fucking love Fallout. It's my favorite video game series of all time. I I have Fallout shit everywhere. I'm a Fallout tattoo. I'm wearing a Fallout shirt. Um, if I wasn't for the fact that I played Fallout for so long. Mass Effect would easily be my number one gaming franchise of all time. That was such a fun <clears throat> fucking game. Uh, Mass Effect 1 was a great game. It had its problems. I always like to joke and say that uh, Mass Effect 1, also known as slowly riding in elevators with aliens. Uh, <laughs> that's literally all Mass Effect no, 1 was. Right? <laughs> it wasn't a nomad then, was it? It was a nomad. It was a nomad. God, that was fucking it, Like The fact that you... They, they, mining was a big thing in all the games, but in Mass Effect 1, you, like, had to mine. You know, that stupid cool. little Simon fucking game you had to fucking Yes, play. so that was a little... Oh, you fucked up? You're not getting it. Mm-hmm, you're locked out. It was a little painful, but you could tell that by the first game, like, this is actually a pretty cool world. Yes. This is a pretty cool idea. The story was good. Yeah, and what I gotta say for Mass Effect 2, I've played a lot of video games in the 33 years of my life. There has never, in my opinion, been a jump from, of quality of game as they'll jump from Mass Effect 1 to Mass Effect oh, 2. No. Mass Effect 2 blew the doors off of the Mass Effect. The only problem was you didn't have a limited ammo anymore. You didn't have a limited that ammo anymore. That was fucking annoying. That was a little bit annoying. But, like, literally, the action, the story, dialogue. The, the dialogue. Well, being able to skip out, now that changed with 3. Yeah, that changed with 3. That changed with 3. Uh, but, but the gameplay, really, it really, like, oh, yeah. it took a really, like, hey, man, we got this pretty cool idea. And Mass Effect 2, like, injected fucking steroids into it. Oh, like, yeah. This is going to be phenomenal. And it really was. 3 was a great game. And 3, 3. We all have our reasons why we don't like 3. 3 changed one thing that makes it why it would never be over 2. You couldn't control your party. And I don't know why they took that out. Oh, no, 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 that's not 3. I'm, that's 4, I'm thinking of. That's Andromeda. Andromeda, yeah, yeah, you, you can't control your companions. That, that was something I'm like, why would you remove that? Well, you're already know the reason I don't like 3. Yeah. Well, no, I like 3. I just don't like that part of 3. Yeah, and a lot of people have a problem with the story in 3. And uh, I'm not one of those guys because I played it so far after it released. A lot of people felt gypped by the end of 3. Oh, I God, I fucking did. I didn't feel gypped by it because I played it so quickly. I played all three games in like a two-month span. So to me, I'm like, oh, cool, the story's over. And I didn't really get upset by it, but I didn't see why. It's like I told you, I went through and played with all the DLC for 3 first before yes. I went back and played 2. DLC for three is great. They're kind of short, okay. which makes you kind of feel gypped. DLC for two, almost. Oh, yeah, the Shadow Broker stuff, you know. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. But the Leviathan DLC for three—that that's just a great story yeah. itself. Yeah. So, so what's so what's your number three? Mine is Fable Two. Ooh, you know, it's going out of That's awesome. <laughs> it's like I said, going pick between. I was like, I like Fable Two or three more. I go with two because three felt. You can definitely tell they're different games. Okay. Two is more. You actually go out and explore and all that. Three, you're taking over as the king, so you have to go out and pretty much raise money so you can take care of your kingdom. Okay. Two is more of that action, exploration, fantasy type stuff that yeah. I enjoy. Like, you just go explore the whole map to find quests. You don't always have to go on quest here, quest here, quest here. Yeah. You have to go and find them. Most of the time. Well, some of the time. 
It made, made you like a true sandbox feel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it was just the story was great. Apparently, I never played one, honestly. Really? So neither neither am I. I knew people that did. They said it was a great game. I tried to play the Lost Chapters. Mm. No, the, yeah, the Lost Chapters. Mm. There was just no progression. It was just like go fight this train dummy. The next day, shoot this train dummy. Gone. Was it was that like a standalone game that did in between, or was it a DLC? I think it was a re-release after Fable Two because they didn't really have anything for two yet. Okay. Two was like I think they didn't have any DLC for it. None that I found on the Xbox store, but yeah. then again, it's the Xbox. But I think the DLC really started for Fable with three, but they would offer like the free, but you can buy the. And that was confusing. That was kind of also back in the day before DLC was really like a required big thing. That's when you could use gamer points. Yeah. Remember oh, that? Oh my God! Yeah. Remember when gamer points actually meant something? Like you got achievement points and gamer points, you could actually use them for things. I'm telling you. A couple months ago, I yeah. actually finally used Gamer Points when I was playing Mass Effect 2. That's <laughs> the site online. It's like, use Game Points. I'm like, oh, oh those fucking things. Like, those things, that actually means something, yeah. Oh, good, I'm not just going to be hoarding these months. <laughs> Can we just go back and be able to use that instead of spending fucking 10 bucks? Microtransactions, on, on top of microtransactions. Oh, dude. On a three-hour extra story? Dude, I just read an article, and... I know Hideo Kojima is turning over in his grave, even though he's not dead. The new Metal Gear game, because uh, so you guys don't know. Oh my god, I saw the preview for that. Hideo Kojima is a goddamn genius. He's, yeah. he's probably the biggest name in uh, in video game development uh, in this day and age. Uh, the creator of the Metal Gear series uh, alone, right there, is the the writing is so mind blowing, crazy bullshit. Kojima's out of his fucking mind. Um, but he he uh, got he didn't even leave. He got forced out of Konami. And uh, Konami uh, are going forward and releasing more Metal Gear games without Kojima. And the new article that I saw on IGN's headline with that uh, microtransactions to be brought into the Metal Gear oh, series. Oh, God. I'm like, first off, it's a Metal Gear game. So that means already that if they're doing microtransactions, it means they're going to focus way too much on the online aspect. Yes. Which the Metal Gear games have no right to be online games, no. in my opinion. And they're going to throw in microtransactions. So I know Kojima is like sitting in the background somewhere just laughing and collecting royalties yeah, over the years. Yeah, he's just sitting back ah, you fucked yourself. Yeah, exactly. So. Also, this metal here with zombies. Yeah, I know, I know. Alright, sir. Let's number two. My number two. So, when you're going to talk about RPGs, and I don't know if you hit any, any from this series, you can't talk about RPGs without talking about the Final Fantasy series. True. And I would be, it would be wrong of me to not throw one of those games in there. Everything like, oh, so it's going to be seven. It's not fucking seven. Like, oh, so it's going to be like six on the old school game, six when it was originally three on SNES, uh, then six when the anthologies came out. It's not that. Um, I also was a big fan of ten. A lot of people didn't like ten. Ten was the, the first uh, one that came out for the, the, the newer gen of systems when it came out for, um, uh, what was that, uh, PS3? Peter. PS2. It was the first PS2. Uh, um, uh, Final Fantasy. I, not 10. It's Final Fantasy 12. And Final Fantasy 12 to me was such a great goddamn game. It was the first Final Fantasy that broke the mold of turn-based style fighting and made it open world. So you walked around this open world, and usually in Final Fantasy games, if you guys remember, in the classic ones, you walk around the map with your character using a sprite. It's later games 3D, like an X. Or I was ten X, um, and there was no monsters anywhere, and it was like random encounter, cut the fight, yeah, you know, you, you go to a, like a battle screen, do battle, and that's it, and that's what Final Fantasy is, and you know, traditional Japanese style RPGs. 
12 was the first one that really broke that mold. All the monsters were on the map. Like, you walked to an area, you saw all the monsters on the map. Yeah. So, like, instead of, like, getting in a battle and, like, oh, I want to flee, I'm a low level, I don't feel like fighting right now. If you want to flee, you literally had to run the fuck away from these monsters. That, if the monsters saw you, like, and they had they had a really cool way of perception. So, if they saw you, you had an ability to run away if you were faster than them. Um, if you wanted to fight them. And, like, you know, getting hoarded on by, like, different monsters coming from every angle. It made a strategy that you didn't see in Final Fantasy games before that. And I don't feel 12 gets enough credit because that really, it broke the mold. Like, that wasn't something you saw in the Final Fantasy series. Um, a real true open world experience. They brought you back to the world of Ibilis, which, um, Ibilis is a world they used in, in the, in the Final Fantasy Anthology series, which was 4, 5, and 6. I don't remember if it was, it might have actually been 6. Um, but, uh, they, they brought you back to Ibilis um, it, it, the story was a war between Arcadia and Rosaria, and you played, you know, scrappy young dude, I want to be a sky pirate one day, like a kid character who ends up getting embroiled in princesses and bad guys and espers and all the Final Fantasy lore and all the greatness. Sid Highwind character makes an a, a, uh, appearance, as he does in all the Final, Final Fantasy games. And it just, I do. This is where I just jump in and just go, that's why I'm so quiet. Never played Final Fantasy. Not most a single I, one. Most I know is that one horrible movie, The Spirits Within. Oh, Spirits Within. I saw that movie opening day. <laughs> I still don't get it. I watched it again. Yeah. Like within the last two years, I went, I still know what the fuck They, they should have just not called that movie a Final Fantasy movie and just called it sci fi crazy shit 3D. And it would have been fun, but like they tried to call it Final Fantasy. Graphics were great for the time. Yeah. Like we didn't get those graphics in games for a while. But, yeah, you know. yeah. But no, I was never a Final Fantasy person. No. I never really got it. The most that was like it was... Seven? Like, you, never played, you never played the big one? Seven? No, seven. I played um the one I think could compare mostly as Legend of Gaia or something like that. It was one of those old... Yeah, like, that's an old square game with the same people that made God. That, that was the most I played. I got yeah. to a certain level and just couldn't get past the boss. I'm going to play Penny Hall. <laughs> that's as far as that really went. Yeah, no, I, I would say anyone that likes Japanese-style RPGs but are looking for something outside the box that actually breaks the mold a little bit, go check out Final Fantasy XII. It is a great game. Uh, I didn't even talk about it. It was developed, obviously, by Square Enix. It came out in uh, October 2006 for PlayStation uh, 2. And uh, it, it, it was just so much fun. I have to tell the quickest story. So this is back in the day of memory cards. <laughs> I played the fuck out of Final Fantasy XII. My three characters in my party were all, like, 95, 94-plus. Three backup characters were all, like, 88-plus. They were all, like, early, early 90s. I... They had hunts in the game. There were like 250 or so out of hunts. I was on the final hunt, which is actually like a six to ten hour battle that you could leave the arena because like you can't kill them. And you're, like, you're not yeah. going to play video games for eight hours straight. Well, you might. But uh, you, you can actually leave the arena and come back to fight them. I was like three quarters of the way through that battle. I was up to the final boss. I failed out of the six characters. I found four of their ultimate weapons. Out of the 13 espers, I had seven of them. Two of the secret ones, the Maga Sisters and Yojimba, like, I played the shit out of it. Someone borrowed my memory card, lost my fucking memory card. Aww. I never beat the game. I never... Mm, man, it makes me so mad. I probably put, like, three, fifty, four hundred hours in that game. And I... You still talk to that person? No, I've, I've disowned that person. <laughs> and I hope he's burning in hell right now. Have you played, like, <laughs> the newest uh, Final Fantasy? Well, uh, 15? <sighs> man, there's some problems with that game, let me tell Is you. It really? It's cool. It 
is GTA in a Final Fantasy okay. world. And that's not cool. And I love GTA, as you can see. Fucking GTA is one of my... Uh, Red Dead, GTA. GTA's probably my number two or number three favorite franchise of all time. I love those games. But it's not Final Fantasy. You know, you're driving around in your car, and it's cool, and it's fun, and it's got the Final Fantasy feel The music's great. Uh, Nobeo Umato is an amazing fucking composer. But uh, it, it, it dropped the ball on a couple points for me. Um, but what, what's, your, what's your number two? What's your number two? Mass Effect 2. Oh, <laughs> there you yeah, go. Number one. It's not number one. I'm surprised. No, no, I'm my, my number one is the one you really mentioned earlier, too. Oh, all right, all right. It, it's like I said before. Mass Effect 2 with all the DLC is my favorite RPG. It, not not for this list. There's a okay. reason why number one is number one. Okay. But okay. this is like the first RPG I went with all the DLC. It makes the story so fucking good. I talked about it, man. It's it's a great game. It's just the storyline. It's fucking neat. Uh, I mean, I'm so that I really hope they don't do like a Telltale in the future. That would just ruin it for me. Mm. That would for me. Yeah. I mean, they did it with Borderlands. That's a first person shooter. But um, no, it's I, I can't even count how many hours I put into this. But um, it's just so much fun. The there's the, with the DLC. There's the new vehicle you drive. It's kind of like a hover tank, pretty much. Yes. I yeah, guess what yeah. name it was. Um, it's just so much more in depth. Beside from one to that, with that stupid climbing game, like I said earlier. Yeah. God, that shit was fucking. <laughs> or walking stuff. Text or text skill too low. Yeah, like oh man, yeah, yeah. Remember that one? You'd have to actually measure out what the. Hey, we had to bring certain people in your party with you because you're like, all right, I'm gonna have to do text shit on, yeah. on this world. Let me make sure I bring Tali with me. <laughs> And you could control their actions and you, you could. You, 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 right? And one you could. And but you didn't have concussive shot like we have now. Yes. yes. Concussive shot now, it's it's like wanted. I've actually watched it curve around. I just go, <laughs> like, all right. Oh, shit, I did that? But two was where, as you said, everything changed. They figured out all the better. The elevator rides were a lot quicker. Yeah. Uh, still trying to pick my favorite character from that. It wasn't in the DLC. Uh, I think I mentioned you before, Fane. Bane Krios, man. Bane is a fucking badass. He is a badass dude. And Jack. I know. It you know was my romantic against. I did go with Miranda. And, oh, man. My shepherd was a whore. He went for all of them. Man. I don't man. think he got Tally, though. I want to say maybe in the third one. There's a thing where you get her to take her mask off. So, no, supposedly, if you romance... I, I, so I've heard. I do not have, If you romance her... Because you can't romance her in one. The only person you can fucking romance in one is either her own people... Is uh, Liara, Caden, and Ashley. There's, there's only three options in one. Well, technically two. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, but supposedly, if you romance Tally from two into three, there's some Easter egg where she removes her mask. I don't know the truth behind that. I kind of think it's bullshit, personally. Do you have I any insight on it? I want to say I had that happen. I think I romanced Tally in two. This is like my first playthrough years ago mm-hmm. when I was just romancing everybody. I didn't go Femshep. Oh, oh man, Femshep all the way, baby. Although if I want you to go through and see if you can get a, a fame romance. I, 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 I might try that. I might try that. <laughs> but now uh, my favorites, no Jack. Honestly, how how do you? And you know my Jack's opinion. a badass. I didn't like Jack. Why? Like Jack. All right, all right. So so Masterpiece two for other people out there. So. And that's when you had your crew, and your crew meant a lot to you, and they all had their special abilities and powers, stuff like that. Some people died, some people survived. Yada, yada, yada. 
Imagine two, they kind of retooled it, and you start almost kind of from scratch, and you get a new crew initially. The old faces pop up, of course. Yes, they don't trust you. No, I don't trust you because a lot of shit is going down because you gave them the spoil too much. Yeah. But they all pop up in some degree, and some join your party. Namely, Garrus and Tally, um, they full-time uh, join your party. Yes. Uh, and not Rex. No, no, because you had Corrin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, you get a C-Rex. You, you get the C-Rex. You get the C-Rex. And, and Liara, you see Liara, and came in right, actually. I don't know. I don't know how you're going to yeah. take that one. Whichever way you, go way you want to go. But uh, Jack was one of the new characters, and she that. was such but she was such a trope. Edgy, skinhead girl with tattoos. It was... I, it, the reason why I didn't like Jack is because I felt like she was created for me to like her. It was like... You're gonna like her. She's badass. Oh, I don't yeah. trust nobody. She's got skinhead and tattoos. Like that. She got chainlink tattoos. Yeah, you she know. She can move people with her head. She was eleven. She was eleven. She was eleven before eleven. So I do gotta give her that credit. She was totally eleven. But before Miranda 11. was like, she was meant to look like a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, but you never see in her swimsuit mm. unless you're a manther. Then you just get that. Oh, do you get you get something like that? Okay. That's Miranda right. was sexy. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. But I, I couldn't trust her. She went for Shreepers, mm-hmm. and I just and I just so, uh, she was like, "You're shady. I, I don't know if I trust you." But I don't even want to give away anything like what your choices were. But no, yeah. who? Cause you romance Gara? I No, see, I, I ran the Fem Shep through my Mass uh, Effect run through, and okay. I was all about Garrus. I've been about Garrus. I was so pissed that I couldn't romance him in one. I was like. Garrett's. I want a romance game. I want the scaly blue love. That's all I wanted. The scarred up scaly blue love. Um, my, my, my buddies uh, out there, uh, Nick and Danny, we love Garrus like, like so much. And it's so great. I, I feel like I commiserate with them about his all his calibrations. And I'm still like so that. very curious of why you always go film show. <laughs> you know, <laughs> one thing I'm always I don't, you know, to, to real quick, when I was creating my character, I typically don't create myself. I always role play as a character, and I—that's—I don't know. It typically, this is real funny. So it's always Fallout. The big comparison. My first playthrough, I played 100% goody two shoes, and I always play as a guy. My second run through, I go completely chaotic evil, and I always play as a woman. And that's what I always do. But for Mass Effect, I wanted to switch it. I went as a girl my first run, and she was complete 100%. Not not goody two shoes, but like she she was a. It's true paradox. Yeah. Like, the only renegade choice... I renegade, but I always feel bad. And you're just like, fuck! I had this conversation with a friend of mine, uh, Daniel, we were, uh, we were talking about this. Being renegade in other games, like, oh, I'm an asshole, I'm gonna kill this town, I'm gonna do this. Being renegade in Mass Effect, like, I'm gonna let my crew members die. That's why it's hard to be renegade in Mass Effect. That's why I don't make that many choices. Like, the one level where you get to, like, pretty much just throw the guy out the window. Or yeah. People out. Like, yeah, you're going out the fucking window. See, I did No, see, I'm ready to shoot Paragon, but that scene, I was like, oh, fuck this guy. He's going out the window. Like, and, like, the interrogation scene, I was like, dude, fuck, I'm not fucking yeah. I'm not putting this shit with you. <laughs> so, yeah, but being renegade in Mass Effect's hard, because to be true renegade in Mass Effect... Yeah, yeah people are going to die. People are going to die. People that you like are going to yeah. die, you know? So, it's hard to run true renegade Like, how long would you... We're not going to... Give away any spoilers. How long would you say Suicide Mission is? Hour oh, and a half. man. I mean, the, the whole mission? Hour and a half. The, like, the whole... I lost two. one. I'm not going to say who. I lost one, and I replayed that shit, like, five times until I saved him. And I did save but him. Then Everyone I, survived. But I ran through the one time. Fine, that person goes. 
Fallout 3 is a game you have to list in that. Like, you know, people say the GTA series, the Fallout series. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of other big sandbox games that are probably on top of that. Mostly Rockstar and Bethesda yeah. games. Those are the guys. Some Bioware. Somebody, it's some Bioware. Okay. Co-tours and stuff like that, you know. They, they do knock those games at the park. The reason, but I, the meme is what I was like, I derailed myself. The meme is so great because in every game you have a big mission, obviously, that you have to complete on top of the side missions. And there's a meme that says, Fallout 1, find the water chip. Fallout 2, become the chosen one. Fallout 3, find your dad. Fallout 4, find your son. Fallout New Vegas. Who the fuck shot me in the head? Because that's literally <laughs> the, the plot of New Vegas. I tried <laughs> to start New Vegas. Well, I did, but then they got the whole... Oh, this gang's coming. You need to convince me to help you. And no one fucking help me. I'm like, well, then fuck this. Oh, man, you gotta get your... I, I'm gonna go back just, to it. You need your speech checks up, man. I bought Fallout 3 on Steam. And then under it, because it'll have you click purchase on it, it's got a little bit more. Not playable on your system. Oh, no. When you have to scroll down, you just go... So I'm sitting like... I'm like, it's installing. Sorry. You need to pay a lot of money for it. No, like 10 bucks. Okay, all right. I, got the, I still got the refunds. I'm hang on. <laughs> Then I went back to the page and going, what the fuck? Not playing. I was like, why would you put that right the fuck? <laughs> Steam, fix your shit. Fix your shit, Steam. Let people know before that type of yeah, thing honestly. happens. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I couldn't pick four because story-wise, it just it didn't hold the heart that three did. And I want to pick New Vegas because gameplay-wise, New Vegas did what Mass Effect 2 did to Mass Effect 1. It took a great fucking game and was like, yo, we're going to add fucking guns, we're going to add this, we're going to add karma, like, um, with the different groups and everything like that. And, um, 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 uh, what they not, not groups, what are they called? Factions? Factions. They added a faction system. So, New Vegas is the upgrade on 3. It's like 3.5. But, dude, I, and this is why I put pick Final Fantasy XII from a number 2 over other games. Not that all the games aren't greater than them, but for favorites, for me, the amount of hours I logged in Fallout 3 is unfucking real. Like, I probably put 600 plus hours into that. How many did you put in before? Not as many? Three or four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I played the fuck out of. uh, uh, No, 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 out of four? Ooh, no, actually, I think I did biggest. Four, I only probably put about 150. I, I still haven't played any of the DLC or beat. Because I never beat Fallout games and most RPGs. I get to the final mission, was only... then I play all the DLCs together, and then I do the final mission. There was only two DLC releases. Three. There was three? Nuka World, Far Harbor, the, 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 the Mechanist one. I only remember the Far Harbor and one. Four. I remember, I remember, oh. And the Children of Adam one. There's oh, three. I remember the Nuka World and Far Harbor. I never remember seeing anything after that. Yeah, New- Nuka World and Far Harbor were the last two. The first one was the Children of Adam one, and the second it's, one... It was still just funny to watch all the glitches happen. You ever watch all the glitches? <laughs> yes! <videos? laughs> Those are fucking funny. Yeah, yeah those are awesome. Um, uh, and a quick note, shout out to my boy, uh, to, uh, my boy Frank. He actually got uh, his upstream, uh, his stream uploaded to Kotaku, because he, the glowing sea in Fallout 4... He ran the glowing sea completely nude with no armor whatsoever, and he did it in a third person. You see, like, this naked guy running through the glowing sea, That's running from fun. fucking Death Claws and Rad Scorpions and Austin all the ways. Oh, man, dude, the first time you ever see a Death Claw. And, like, and that's the thing about 3. 3 just blew my mind in what gaming could do. That was, the, that was a benchmark for me where I was like, oh, shit. Well, now, I technically cheated. 
Oh, did you? I had found the code for a developer's room. Oh, <laughs> No, just all the equipment mode. That was really all it was. Then it's still gone. Too heavy to move. No one fuck. Yeah, you, you are over encumbered. Um, so, what's your number one? You said it twice now. Ooh. My number one is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Co-fucking Tour. <laughs> Not number two. I had my problems with number two. I'll get into those. Okay. Knights of the Old Republic was one of those ones where you do every quest. You didn't get DLC. You didn't get all that shit for it. So you would go and do as much as you could to level up as much as you could just for that final battle. Okay. For those you don't know, and spoiler alert, I'm just going to say now, you are a mind-wiped Sith Master who is wakes up on a ship and pretty much you think you're a Jedi because they are trying to turn you over to the light side. It's 2003. I'll give away all those fucking spoilers I want. Oh, yes, yes. If, if, if you haven't played Knights of the Republic at this point, and, and turn, if, turn in your gamer card. And if you're watching a thing about RPGs, fuck off. <laughs> it was honestly one of the most fun games ever. I just remember the, the first mission you get their stupid vibro sword. I'm going, I don't want this shit. Like, oh, you gotta use a gun. I don't want to use a fucking gun. Goddamn lightsaber. <laughs> it took you a while to get there. Like, the characters are great. Yeah. There was a Yoda type. Of That's course. The masters, I forget. Yeah, yeah. I, yet again, I forgot to look at all their names. I, I played it in the last three years. To me, it held up. Well, yeah. story-wise, not graphics-wise. Right, yeah, yeah. It, it's an old game, but story-wise, it, it, it's an amazing why, story. I know they re- just released Battlefront 2, but come on. Give me a credit for it. I, well, I, I remember hearing a story a couple months ago they were going to remaster it. That still hasn't happened. Well, see, and here's the problem. I'm not even positive where Bioware is at in this stage of the game. They A lot of the people that worked for Bioware left Bioware. And that was a big problem with Mass Effect Andromeda. We talked a bit about that in episode one. Mass Effect Andromeda helped. Mass Effect Andromeda... Well, most of them left to go work on Anthem. Yeah. Mass Effect Andromeda didn't go into production. Like, like literally, like, they didn't start working on the game until eight months before its release date. Which is weird in the world of gaming. That does not happen. So that's a, that was a lot of things that factored into problems with Mass Effect Andromeda. And like you said... All those people that left, the big names, the people that were behind KOTOR, the people that were behind Dragon Age, the people that oh, were yeah. behind um, um, Mass Effect, they left, and now they're working on Anthem, which Anthem is looking like it's going to be really good. But it's looking like just a multiplayer game to me. It is. That's what they said that's one of the main things, multiplayer, as far as my... It looks I like was it, excited. It looks like MMO Titanfall. But now I'm kind of turned off. Yeah. I remember my first thing, like, from the... Devi- I could have sworn I said from the developer of the Bioshock, I'm like, oh, 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 oh shit! Then yeah. I still said Bioware. I'm like, ah, I'm but still kind of in. But see, you did your top three. And you didn't even put Bioshock or Bioshock 2 or Bioshock Infinite anywhere in your top three list. And I'm surprised by that. I, I like, when you They're not technically role-playing, though. No, Bioshock's an action RPG. Eh. So, like, don't you think, like, Bioshock is an action RPG? Like, it, it's, you know, it's it's a matter of, like, leveling and stat building. I, I don't it's not really it. leveling. You don't really level up in Bioshock. You just get more weapons and more powers. That's the way I see it. Okay. Um, uh, like in Infinite. Uh, but, and, I, and I've never played Infinite. Really? I played a lot of... I've never beat any of them. I'm sorry. I played a lot of one. Played a little of two. Never played Infinite. Like a female companion. She gains, like, powers, like, open carrot and time. So, like, you can get... Loading guns and shit, or robots and all that. Okay. That, that, that's why I don't really see it as RPG. I see it more as science fiction, first-person shooter. And I, I don't know if the, when you say, like, Call of Duty could be RPG. Because, in a way, you kind of level up. 
See, and I feel like those games, Call of Duty specifically, and Grind games like that, introduce RPG elements. But I, like, when, when I say, like, stab building, like, yeah, you know, in Call of Duty, you know, your level goes up and you can unlock new perks, but your 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 shotgun use, like, doesn't get plus 10, you yeah, know, yeah. you know, you know, you're not getting plus 5 damage because... Like, yeah, in Bioshock, yes, you get those stations where, like, oh, you can add another carbine onto your rifle. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I guess, you know, I can see the argument for it not being an RPG. I've always just considered it an RPG, but but I, it makes sense if why. If I replay it, I'll replay with that in mind now. I'll have to think about that. Yeah. But no, like, let's go back to Kamato. I, I want more. <laughs> yeah. They released the Old Republic. I tried it. It was like World of Warcraft to me. Yeah. Very fucking repetitive. Yeah. Same shit over and over and over. And the controls were just weird. It's not like you swing, swing your lightsaber around. Yeah. It's like, hey, wait. Hey, wait. I'm like, come the fuck. Really? Yeah, oh, it was like so that. It was like that, okay. Now, was that massively multiplayer? Lake World? Uh, yes. It was. The Old okay. Republic, yes. It, it's like their new online. Oh, game. I knew, and I I heard. think it's like LucasArts, okay. like, last hold on. Because LucasArts shut down two years ago? Maybe? The gaming yes. uh, portion of LucasArts is no longer a thing. Well, yeah. technically, now it would be Disney. So if Disney ever want to do anything with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kotor is such a great series. I've always said if there's any game out there that deserves a rebooting or a reworking, oh, yeah. it would be the Knights of the Old Republic series. Cause that was... Two, not so much. I was sorry, I never got into my problems with yeah, yeah, so, so, so what are your problems with that? Remember like the whole pod racing type thing? No, yeah, not, not like, technically pod racing. Whatever it was yeah. It was just different. Like they put obstacles and all that and it just fucked up the races along. You're going... Fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. Like now you have to turn. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like that. Some of the combat felt different. There was just so many. The story just didn't feel the same. Okay. Like I didn't feel like it progressed as well. Now we're talking about Mass Effect with you going Renegades and all that. Yeah, yeah. I always went like Clyde. I of never. I, I need to go. Go. I need to go back and do Dark Side just yeah. to see how that goes. I would love to pick that game back up just to do... I never went Dark Side whenever I played the... I only played the first control, I played a little bit too. I would love to replay and just to go Dark Side just, just to relive that story again. Because hmm. it was a lot of fun. That was a cool world to be a part oh, of. Oh, this is that plot twist. Yeah. Yeah, again, spoiler fucking list. Spoiler alert. Yep. Yeah, I played it. Fuck off. Yeah. You're 15, 14, 14 15, years old. Yeah. You're 15, you're 15 years yeah, 15. old. Yeah, 15. You didn't play it. It's like King Kong dies again. We all fucking yeah. Titanic both fucking sinks. Leo yeah, dies. It was his sled. We all know at this point. Yeah. But I really wish they would have gone further. But they did go into like Dragon Age and all that. Right? Yes. Which yeah. is one of those I haven't really played. I discussed it with you before of why I don't like it. Yeah. See, I never even touched the series, and I've heard DA's good. I heard Orange is good. I heard Inquisition's amazing. But, I, but you did play a little bit of Jade Empire. Yes, another I did. one from Bioware. Yes. So Bioware's been busy earlier because I never really put that much thought into it. Bioware's been around for so long. Dude, Neverwinter Nights. Either. I remember that. Yeah. Which you know is which is kind of funny. Neverwinter Nights. Um, Neverwinter Nights two and Kotor two, I believe. Another Bioware game that started out as a Bioware game actually was developed by Obsidian. Who Obsidian are people that left Interplay, which Interplay created the Fallout series. I think also think Obsidian. I could be very wrong. We will fact check this, and there will be a little thing down here. Yeah, like boop. I believe that has something to do with the South Park games. Really? Honestly, yeah, I believe 
The first one, the, 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 the 64 one, they de- interview. No, I also believe uh, Stick of Truth. I they believe really? I saw Obsidian Entertainment. Okay. Or along those lines, yet again, it'll be right. Yes. Here, yeah. the, I don't yeah. fucking know. Where so somewhere, so, somewhere in this area, there will be a pop-up. Welcome there. to pop-up video games. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I believe they had something to do with that as well. So these companies that you don't really hear of for years are still around. Bioware, they're just more on the receiving end because they kind of had the failure with Andromeda. Yes. But they're having Anthem, which as we both said, I'm not that excited for. I'm Graphics not excited for. Graphics look amazing. It, it's like you said, Titanfall. I don't know. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It, yeah. lo- it looks like Titanfall meets Destiny. And, like, you know, big, like, mech suits and easy jump in out. But what do you say that are more Fallout suits? Mm, they are. They are more, uh, uh, the, the brother is still using the power armor. It is more, more power armor-esque than the Titanfall mechs. It's not a huge mech, but it seems like that's going to be such a big thing in the game. Shooting your mech. If I can see like, reviews that has good single player like me and you, and both say we prefer single player, gotta have some. I might give it a chance. But if it's just online, like Destiny, I'm not really yeah, gonna try. Yeah. But I, again, I wish there were more quotes to it. I, again, we talked about Dragon Age. I played it for an hour. Yeah. I told you you get the party. It was like, I thought it'd be like Mass Effect, where anyone on your team kills someone, you get the experience. Yeah. No, it's just that person. Like, fuck that shit. They're not going to be a higher level than me. Nah, yeah. I'm the leader here. <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> I, I love how how parallel yet how different our lists are. And I also love that, like, so... Probably, I thought I was going to shock you with Mass Effect 2 at number 2. I was, I I was, was sh- waiting for you to say, that's not your number 1. <laughs> it's not that I was shocked that Mass Effect 2 was number 2. Once I heard you were doing it, I made 2 my number 2. I was like, oh, so Bioshock's is number 1. I just instantly thought... That since Mass Effect 2 was 2, I'm like, oh, so it's going to be Bioshock. So to see that not have, you not having Bioshock on your list, but I understand, it's because you didn't necessarily classic as R, classify as an RPG. So, likely mentioned, what is the Bioshock would be yeah, yeah. now with your my, way of putting that. And my, if I had to pick an honorable mention that is outside of the, my top three, I would have to probably say it's going to be, it is, it's a tie for sequels to these games on your list. It's probably a tie for New Vegas or Final Fantasy VII. Dark Souls 
please make convince me and Bill to want to play that you game. You are Paul you. Bettany from Da Vinci Code. Just whipping the fuck out of yourself. <laughs> turn on that fucking game. Do, do something. Email us. Tweet us. Facebook DM us. Whatever. Convince me and Bill to play Dark Souls. I'm I, sure I, you're not terrible people. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, you don't have to fucking punish yourself. I know plenty of people that have played it and beat well, they might have beaten it. I don't fucking know. Yeah, and it's not like talking I, about I it somewhere. Like, yeah. So I seem like, oh, that, that nightmare is finally over. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to have to do a drunk let's play, like to steal a note out of Rooster Teeth, of Dark Souls at some point. Because of how that's much. That's why whenever I always just say, oh, Dark Souls 4, I'm like, Jesus, fuck, what do you do to these people? Stop it! Yes, yes. It's, it's bad, man. Those games are hard. And like, Bloodborne, I've never even played Bloodborne because of how de- desensitized I was from Dark Souls. I was like, no, do I even want to play Bloodborne? Do I want to try? That's like, what's that? Yeah. Don't go. Yeah, no, 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 no. And then, you know what? Here's an honorable mention RPG, since we're on the topic of RPGs, that, that not new. It came out a couple of years ago. It started out on the PC as PC game, and now it's been ported over to uh, the systems. Fucking Undertale. Undertale. <laughs> Undertale is such a great fucking game. It's an 8-bit sprite-on-sprite game, like I'm talking about, like top-down. It is classic. Even this game could have came out in 1994. But it came out in like 2014. Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, it, it was is it India? Yeah, pop up. Uh, it was an indie game that came on the PC that they crowdsourced and made. And it's your classic style RPG. You're you're a kid walking around, which it's it's like the demon world. It's almost kind of like Purgatory, I guess you consider it. I, I forget that. Sorry, I, I didn't I, because I just brought it up randomly. I don't have notes on it, so yeah. I can't speak too well on it. But uh. But everything you do and everything that happens in the world gives you t- determination. And I, the, the humor in the writing in Undertale is so fucking spot on. And it's so irreverent and weird. The music is great. Um, you know, action, It's the game's not about the action at all. It's turn-based style. Like, you know, you're walking along, battle screen, uh, yeah. type stuff like that. And it has little mini-games. That's how you battle people. And it's fun. It's very fun. But uh, that, that that definitely will be an honorable mention on there. I, now, you mentioned The Witcher. I've only played a little bit of 3. Yes. It was another one of those ones on Steam. It just started glitching. I went, oh, I'll uninstall, reload. I did it a couple times. It just wasn't working. So, yet again, Steam, fix your shit. Fix your shit, Steam. Um, but you mentioned, your court. you mentioned humor. I think two of mine have more humor than yours. Fable 2, as we mentioned, is yes. humor. Uh, Mass Effect 2, there are slight jokes in there. Also, I found a lot more references to the earlier season and drama this week. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, we'll save that. Mass Effect 2 had some humor. Final Fantasy 12, the Final Fantasy series has humor, but it's very, like, you know, it's not, that's not something they focus on, but it's in there. Fallout, though. Oh, huge, yeah. huge oh, humor. Yeah. The writing at Fallout's fucking so goddamn good. Uh, I'm looking, I, I I'm looking here at Code from, like, there's no fucking there's humor. There's no humor. Yeah, there. really, really ah, good. you're a bad though. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's got, it's catchy. It's yeah. kitschy Star Wars jokes in there, but I wouldn't necessarily call... I wouldn't point out KOTOR 4 its humor. The story is great, but oh the, right, the humor writing isn't... That's not a benchmark for them. That's not something they focused on, so I, I don't slight them for not having that much humor. But I like how, besides the aspect, our list differed yet again. Yes. We are going to start up a thing. We've only talked about it very few times. If you can match one of our lists, we will come up with a prize for you. Yeah. If that's going to be quite a while for that, because we don't have shit... Give away yet? Unless you want like an empty. You want, to, you want some? You want some empty beer bottles? Hold on. I don't know. You could like cut that out, and, like put the person there, and then you. Have to... 
Anyway. For only $1.99, you can have this beer bottle drink by Reese on an episode of Gaming Buzz. Five ninety nine because he's done more famous stuff than I have. Oh man, oh boy. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, this 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 was really good. I, I'm glad that we uh, got our top RPGs out of the way. We have so much more content coming up for you in oh, you weeks. No like we are, we're gonna have so much shit in store for you. Um, uh, so w- w- what are you playing? Have you have you played anything new since since we last talked last? Still the same too. Okay. Um, like I said, with Andromeda, I found there's the whole Conrad Burner thing. You run into his sister. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just goes, oh, I'm going to shut my brother. I'm finally doing something famous. Like, you're sitting in a bar on a random world. You're not doing you're shit. You're not anything. You're not but, doing But, um, anything. I'm looking into new games. Uh, I have, uh, Sherlock the, uh, oh, fuck. The Devil's Daughter. It looks like a kind of role-playing thing. I just got it on okay. Steam. Steam don't fuck me on this. Oh, screen. man. It oh, looks man. interesting. I'm a... Because I'm a huge fan of Sherlock Holmes. It's such an interesting That's character. awesome. Do you, do you watch the Sherlock BBC oh, yeah. series? Dude, oh, fuck yeah. we, we're about to start a second podcast this where it's just us talking about Sherlock BBC series. Oh, my God. My, man, I man. annoy my girlfriend with how many times I rewatch it. <laughs> she already watched so, it, so I'm like, so I, I, I missed something. I haven't finished the latest season. Oh, I only watched the first episode. And the first episode was so goddamn good. Yes, it was. And, and I was just like, oh, my God. Really killing, they're killing characters and... Moriarty's back, or maybe he's not back. Who knows? And besides that, I um, just started Ozark. Okay. That. It, now, how Breaking Bad is it? And that's what everyone, everyone think, they do this Breaking Bad with Jason Bateman. And I, 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 you know me, I love Breaking it's Bad. It's not, there's really not that much of a drug element to it. It's a whole, he launders money for drug cartels. Yes. And he has to, pretty much the whole premise is, it says, right, it's on Netflix, so no spoilers. He has to launder $500 million over five years. Okay. I'm almost, I believe, almost on season one. Such a good show. Yeah. So that's kind of taking away from my gaming right now. Okay. But um, what about you, sir? You know, it's funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of the borders of video gaming and talk about what I've been playing. Uh, just uh, the other night, I did my first uh, night of a character creation for a D and D campaign that I'm doing with a group of friends, and it was fucking phenomenal. Like, we, we didn't even start the campaign. All we did was create characters and roll for our stats and stuff like that. I'm getting real geeky on you guys. I so is it true that, like, the campaigns last, like, ten hours? Or is that just something off of Stranger Things? Oh, no, dude. It, ten, ten hours is short really? for a D&D campaign, to be honest. They run as long as your... As long as your dungeon master is, you know, willing enough to create a world and a story for your characters to roam in... That's that's what's so great about D and D. So like you have D and D, you have Dungeons and Dragons books that you can follow, and you can follow the stories that are written in those books. And there's thousands of other games, not Dungeons and Dragons. Um, um, Pathfinder is the one that we're playing in the the skill books we're using, and you can follow those books 100 percent to a T, start the story, end the story, boom. If you are real fucking nerd like we guys are, the, our dungeon master is like writing like her own world and her own story that our characters are gonna live in, and it's really cool. Real quick, so in the world our our DM is creating is that there, this is a world of of magic and mystery. Well, you know, magic's a thing, orcs are a thing, elves are a thing, yeah. no, no, technology thing. It's a modern world, but. The game doesn't take place in this world. The game itself that we're running, the campaign we're running, is actually a, a VR company that is 
getting people that inhabit this magical world. Are you, play, are you playing a game or writing a Netflix movie? Dude, we're, we're playing a game in a game. That's really what we're doing. Are it's, you playing Bright? What are you doing? Yeah, it's in, it is Inception. So in the D&D campaign we're running, we are actually members in a VR beta that are plugging into this beta and playing out our character roles. So the characters we created are actually our video game avatars in this world. It's really fucking interesting. And uh, my character I created, he's a fighter, for anyone that knows anything about D&D classes. Um, he's homeless. He's a hobo fighter. That was He used to be a war general, and his, his daughter was dying. And to save his daughter's life, he made a deal with a demigod. Um, he's, he's human, by the way. He made a deal with a demigod to save his daughter's life, but of course the deals with demigods never go as planned, as you can imagine. And he ends up waking up homeless with amnesia, and he doesn't understand why he has a bionic armor and a bionic eye, and he has this cat, and he has no idea what this cat is. Come to find out, this, his daughter's soul is actually binded to his cat. So the deal did go through. They, they did save his daughter's life, but just not how he expected. So now he's a, he's a homeless uh, guy with a bionic arm. That uh, He's a prize fighter. That's how he makes his money. He fights in back alleys and, and pit fights to, like, to survive and feed himself and feed his cat. And I, I can't wait to get into the campaign and see where his story maps out. So that, that's what I've been playing. I'm really excited about that. This season on Black Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> If that's not an episode next season, yeah, oh, it, it totally, fuck. totally. So yeah, that's that. Actually, I almost kind of is like the video game episode, but I'm sure you'll uh, uh, you'll see yeah. other podcasts. Yes, oh uh, yeah, that's a great episode, by the way. Uh, um, the the mansion episode. Right? Yes, yes. That's the saddest thing though. Yeah, to me, it was. That's a tough one. They're, Black Mirror's got some tough. Did you? I have some trivia on me. Do you know whose son that is? Who? Kurt Russell. Really? I yes. remember seeing the trivia, his father and son of God both faced a spider creature with a human face. I went, ah. I went, wait, that's his dad? That sounds like the thing. Like, yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, before we just keep uh, rambling. Yes. Next week, mm. we're going to, I'm, I might actually have Bioshock on my list next week. We're doing, <laughs> there we go. We're doing first person shooters next week. So, uh... So, not, like, so Bioshock might be on our list and Fallout might be on our list. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can get a third person down, so... You can't... Well, should we... Where well, you can't zone out. Well, yes, we're, we're, we're negotiating. We're negotiating. Right now. We're negotiating. Next week's episode will be top FPSs. I say leave it up to yourself. I... Would you say Max Payne would count? No, that's okay. third, that third person. <laughs> that third person action event's a great fucking game. Yes, it is. Great fucking game. Um, so, yeah, so that's going to be next week's episode. Uh, we, we thank you guys for uh, for tuning in this week. Um, you uh, We would love for you to keep in touch with us, to contact with us. You can hit either of us up, Bill or Reese, at GamingBuzzedED.com. You can email both of us. You can find us on Twitter, at GamingBuzzed. You can find us on Facebook, GamingBuzzed. Um, if you have any general questions about the show, any topics that you want to see us talk about and you don't want to talk to us directly, you can just send it to info at gamingbuzz.com, which goes to... Before both. you send it, though, it has to be in top three format. Yes, yes, top three format. Um, but yeah, you can email info at gamingbuzz if you don't want to talk to me and Bill directly. It doesn't matter because me and Bill have the password for info at gamingbuzz. Yeah, Buzz. so you're kind of fucked, dude. So it's the same way. So you, you don't know. have a producer you just yeah. get talk to. Yeah, yeah. So we, we have a fake producer, and that fake, that fake producer has a fake email that we both answer. So, uh, so please keep in touch with us. Um, if you, or you guys are, are liking what you see... Like, share the video, the audio, rate it, do all the fucking things. 
Um, I'm Reese. I'm Bill. And uh, thank you for tuning in this episode of Gaming Buzz. Also, thank you guys so much for all the attention on Facebook. We, yes. We know we're a little sparse right now, but just the uh, overwhelming likes just makes us go, holy fuck, people are think we're going to do something good. People, which people, which people is like just us. us going, you think that's funny? I don't know. Throw a dick joke in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be good. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> but uh, no, thank you guys so much. This is going to be... We're going up from here. Yeah. First person shooters. Fuck. <laughs> thank you guys. Keep on drinking. Keep on gaming. You still got to have them? Yeah, man. Let's do it. I'm gonna see the green fairy. Find us online at gamingbuzz.com and at gamingbuzz on Twitter. Special thanks to Dogfish Head Room and Viewers Like You. And check out RNS Podcast and Black Mirror Reflections.